Episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm your host, Sam, <laughs> and we have a big room tonight. Do you want to go around the table, people, and introduce yourselves? Starting with you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Hi, I'm Scott. Hello. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. I'm Chris. Hi, Chris. <laughs> it's Mike. Hello, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my name Eat is Nathan. Yes. Did you think that we would do Eat one without food. Nathan? Have you missed out on one? Yes, yes you Buddhist have. fist. Oh, Buddhist fist. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, full house tonight. And you did miss out. The fullest house. Fuller house. Better than that bullshit that's on. But uh, without Netflix. that Mary Kate Nashley shit. Yeah. Tonight, I, this is a movie that I wanted to do for a long time, and I wanted you to be in it, Chris. And I didn't realize that you'd already seen it. Good movie. So I was, uh, I've been holding out in vain. Uh, but Scott, you haven't seen it. It's City Hunter. No, I have not seen City it. City Hunter. I, uh, for me, this is one that, and Christian probably feels the same. Everybody probably feels the same, except for maybe Rachel, because um, she probably saw it fairly shortly after it came out. But um, this is one that got sort of paraded around in magazines, video game magazines at the time. I was like, oh, shit. And yeah. we're all into Street Fighter 2 pretty hard at the time, so it was pretty exciting to see sort of oh wow there's jackie chan dressed up like chun what the fuck <laughs> you know I have sexy chun <laughs> he's fit he's got the same legs as chun li chun has got muscular <laughs> legs actually I, I, from memory this this one was one that that came out like almost immediately after it was released in australia at the time because it was, so, yeah, it was when jackie chan started on. yeah hitting hard Early 90s. It was, uh, I think, released in 93. Chinatown video. 93. How old was I in 93? Shit. I don't know. Were you even 11. I was 11. 11? 11 years old. And I have a confession to make. Before, when I saw this, when I originally saw this, I had never actually played Street Fighter. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That's right. You poor thing. Sorry? That's a you poor thing. That's why I, I, that's why I went into Street Fighter thinking that Chun-Li's spinning bird kick could take out Ken's hurricane kick. And, uh, well, I think we discussed that tonight and we decided that it wasn't. It wasn't true. Is that right? Anyone? No? I, I, don't I think, think someone just died outside. We, huh? We've ever actually <laughs> tried it. So, hmm. uh, so I, I really want to do this film because it's actually one of my favorite Jackie Chan films. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Say what? You heard me. I've always said that I like watching Jackie and Jet films where they're cocky as hell, and I don't think Jackie is as cocky in any other film as he is. In I don't know. We did, we did watch, like, what was it that movie that watched Dragon, Dragon Lord. Lord? He's a fucking cocky motherfucker in that he's one. He's pretty cocky in that one. But here he's cocky, and he's a womanizer. Yeah, but he's... he's just funny in this movie. He's like a loser. What, in this movie? Yeah. He's borderline rapey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's kind of losery. Yeah. This is a great film because it shows Jackie not taking anything seriously. Yes, and the whole ca- and it's like the whole cast is just having fun. They're all having. What didn't you say, Mike? That he I was shooting. 
He was shooting this at night and shooting another one during the day. He was shooting uh, Future Cops, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Cops, no. Um, um, crime, uh, crime, crime story? story, crime story. Yeah. yeah, two very, very different. Was Wong Jing working on Future Cops at this time? <laughs> Probably. <if you're> using <laughs> Might have been the writing, the, writing the script. It or would something. make me happy if he was reusing the assets from one movie to another. <laughs> this is. I don't know how many Wong Jing films we've done, but this is definitely what. Number five or six or something? It's pretty high up there. He might be our most uh, hit director. Oh, definitely. 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 Random. Um, let's start with the movie. All right. Yeah. Get it on. Get it on. So it's uh, adapted from a manga. Um, is it an anime? I don't think it is an anime. There's been so many adaptations of it, though. I'd be surprised if there wasn't an anime at some point. Maybe in the mid-80s. Maybe. Early 90s. So Jackie uh, is playing the titular character, the city hunter, uh, I think. Who's city name? hunter. <laughs> Thanks, titular would be correct. Chitano, um, City hunter's name is Ryus Saber, but for some reason they keep referring to him as Mangbo in the film. I keep on, like, this might just be my hearing, but I keep hearing, Papa. <laughs> Come to Papa. He's like, a, he's this womanizing private eye detective, and uh, his partner is killed in the line of duty. Then he has to look after the kid. Yeah, like his partner's kid, who's about, I don't know, 9 or 12 or some shit? She ages. Like He obviously uh, stays the same age, but she turns into this beautiful young woman. And, uh, there's and a, it feels so wrong, it's but it looks creepy. so right. Because <laughs> his partner said, like, his dying breath is like, don't fucking seduce my, my girl. And he's like, sure. <laughs> like, but, immediately in watching this, this film, like this, that first scene, it just reminds me of... Future Cops, it reminds me of that Wong Jing style, like kind of weird. Cheap as fuck. Yeah, kind of like a studio set, like some yeah. vaguely smoky walls and lighting and stuff. It's like, this looks like, this looks going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It's very slapsticky, isn't it? There's like lots of like sound effects and. That whole first, yeah, you're talking about that intro where it's just colors and like a blank slate the and lighting. everybody's dressed like they're in the 19th and the 1930s gangsters film. Yep. Yeah. It's like a dream sequence, I think you said, Mike. It was just yeah, great. it's a dream. Yeah. So they spend a bit of time just to establish uh, Rio, Rio, Jackie's character, Rio. He's a bit of like a womanizer and he's not, you know, like he's trying not to seduce his, his partner's is he? daughter. Well, I think so. In the beginning he is, but like she is madly in love with him. Yes. And she, they, she's, or Shit's it, fucked she's up. like, you're my boyfriend and that's it. So every time another girl comes around, she gets mad at him and starts like, you know, like doing all this stuff like. Ignores gets him, gets mad at him, yeah. hits him with a hammer. She gets huffy. She gets huffy, yeah. There's, um, the, I, I love the running gags in this film, and I think the opening running gag is that he's asleep and he cannot be woken up. Um, and they, they kind of carry him to this uh, meeting that they have with a Japanese boss, and he doesn't wake up until he smells like a lady's perfume. <laughs> Secretary. <laughs> Secretary's perfume. I'll, and he just kind of like drifts open from his slumber and just immediately stands up and starts cracking onto this chick. That's one of my favorite scenes. And that's actually how I imagine Jackie Chan to be in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so he's cracking on to the secretary and he's actually, they're there in a meeting for a job. He's got a, a private eye job. There's a big Japanese boss who's trying to get him to look up, uh, to find the runaway daughter. Uh, it's this big Japanese boss guy called Imamura. And his Japanese daughter's kind of run away and they're telling Jackie to, to try and find this But no girl. violence. No violence. They don't want him to kill her. They just want him to grab her and bring her back. Um, but meanwhile, while he's doing this, he's got uh, the, the girl, Carrie, who's the actual, his partner's daughter, and she's getting upset because Jackie doesn't really pay her any attention. And I don't know whether it's because he doesn't actually 
pay her any attention? Yeah, does it pay her any attention? Or if he's doing it because he doesn't want to crack onto his his partner's daughter? Well, to be honest, if you look at every other girl in this film, they are all dressed seductively, got short, you know, tight pants, short yeah. shorts. In that you know. 90s way. It's yeah. a Wong Jing film. In those ni- yeah, well, it's 90s fashion, but... She's always like she's got long jeans on and, and like a, a, a conservative top and she's got every, her waist up to her tits. You know, like every other, every other sec- the secretary, for instance, has got like this short skirt and this singlet top with her breasts hanging out. You know, like and Jackie's like and she's just like she can't win on this one. I love the fact that um, there are multiple people, Jackie specifically, who has pants pretty much up to his nipples. It's like high pants the whole way through. Um, and Jackie, that's also kind of. Um it appears to be the style of the manga, though, as the well. Hats. It's kind of that 30s style as well, like that he, he suit, 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 suit stuff suit going on. Yeah, he's suit, got the suspenders suit. and yeah, yeah. That uh, you know, the fashion is very nice, and I didn't mind it. I thought it was quite colourful. Anyway, yes, Nathan. Jackie Chan runs into this chick in a park. <laughs> in a skate park because there's people skating, and they're all skating place. almost synchronized all around this like amphitheater kind of looking. Place. It's almost like it was scripted that way. I don't. It was amazing. It was so scripted. And she's in. She's in like alternate. Uh, so he he magically runs into his target. Yeah. And she's dressed like a 1980s cool kid. Yeah, like she plays Nintendo and uses yeah. the power glove. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I kept being reminded of Johnny Mnemonic. You know, when you go to like these hangouts and it's just teenagers skateboarding. They're just kind of hanging out. Yeah, kids, kids don't hang out anymore. They just sit at home. They just sit home and play on their You know Xboxes. what? I just remembered that in this scene, they're all on skateboards. Yeah. And, and eventually... Some of them got hockey sticks too. Yes. True. And, uh, and then it, it leads to the chase scene where Jackie's chasing after the girl on a skateboard. Because she realizes that he's after her and she's trying to get Well, away. he doesn't make a fucking... He doesn't hide it at all. He goes, hey, what a fucking coincidence. I'm yeah. looking for you. <laughs> yeah, we were having a discussion when this um, scene was underway as, as to how much Jackie Chan actually skateboards in this. Oh, and yeah. I would say about zero. And, and you say that, and then it just occurred to me that he skateboards in Wheels on Meals. No, he doesn't. He has a skateboard double in Wheels on Meals. Does he? Yeah, he does do a little bit of skateboarding. He does in this film too. You'll see him riding the skateboard. Oh, fuck, he has a skateboard double in this one. Because he's a lot smaller when he jumps. Sorry? He gets a lot smaller when he jumps over the car. Yeah, that's true. And also, you see, like, when he's on the skateboard, his arms are out for balance and he's just riding straight. Anytime he's doing any kind of shimmy or an ollie, or, it's, you know, it's all hair in it, his face. Yeah, like About he's three inches shorter. <laughs> <laughs> you see him in like on the road, and he's doing, and he's riding down the road, and he's doing all of these like flourishes on his skateboard. Definitely not him. That um, whole sorry, that whole scene where he runs into like this weird little amphitheater yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to find her, and the, all the guys are skating around. That. They're all wearing hats and they're all kind of shimming around. They're all in like a uniform. Yeah, like, it, it, kind of, it kind of reminds me, I don't know why, but of like a whole, you're watching like a, an old gangster guys and dolls kind of musical. Like they're all yeah, shuffling like they're back about, and forth. Of you're going to break your dance number or something. Yeah. Dance yeah. Number? yeah. <laughs> well, they're all very synchronized. They're all doing jumps like. Exactly at, at the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, they, yeah, they're teenagers, man. Teenagers. Do teenagers love synchronicity. Yeah. That's well, right. And then when they like lose, they throw down their hockey sticks and get pissed off. Don't they crash through a glass window at yeah, some point? Everybody building. has no problem. No one gets cut. Everybody just lands nicely on the road below. What Jackie with, does with, do like with a the skateboard stuck flip. to their feet. Yeah, the the whole scene is like a chase scene with just um, skateboards. Skateboards. It's kind of like uh, have you ever seen Glean the Cube? With uh, I have Christian Slater. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. better than that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Speaking of Christian Slater, I was watching Mr. Robot the other day. He is not aged well. He's not aged well, Mr. Christian Slater. Well, thankfully, he wasn't in this film. Our our generations. Our generations, (laughs) Michael (laughs) Sarah. There's lots of skateboarding in this, and you can tell that Jackie's not on a skateboard because when he's holding onto a car, he's facing forwards and with both of his legs apart. You can't see his feet. There's no way in hell you can ride a skateboard that way. So, but that's he's, cool. I mean, he's I amazing. He's Jackie Chan. He does a lot of shit, and I don't expect him he to does be a able ninja to do. flip over a car at one point. I'm pretty sure that's probably not him. I'm pretty sure it's not even a car. In fact, <laughs> do you know what? I don't actually know how that thing ends. Does, he doesn't get her. What is the no, whole point of that sequence? No, no, no. Okay, so she gets into. She's able to lose him, and she goes into uh, the room, the and that's where shot. she gets the ticket because yes. she beats up that lecherous man. That's yeah. This guy who's like essentially lecherous man. Lecherous man number one. He's just like, he looks at her and he's like, oh, you're a young girl. You might need a dress. And, and then she's like, yeah, could you come in here and check this dress out on me? Because I'm, you know, attractive so how come she can, she can, like, knock someone out during that sequence the rest of the movie? She's like, help me, Jackie. I, I don't yeah. know. She's not 100% help me, Jackie. I'm gonna, she's a little <laughs> bit better than that. She does do, like, some calisthenics on a bar later on. Well, that, yeah, that guy was a weasel. That guy, up. that guy was a weasel. He was, like, guys, 90. The other guys were terrorists. <laughs> Train terrorists. So With guns. Yeah, that, that's kind of fair enough. Uh, so that, Okay, so that's how she gets the ticket to the boat. Um, and then Jackie gets... Oh, well, Ryu. We'll just call him City Hunter. City Hunter. City Hunter. City Hunter gets back to his, uh, his apartment. And he finds a whole bunch of girls wanting to celebrate his birthday uh, who actually turned out to be partners of guys that he's put away behind bars. Before we go on, I think we should, people who don't have seen this movie... Every time we sing City Hunter, Jackie hits a pose. Right? You don't have so to he explain the joke. No, you really do. <laughs> he, he, hits, he hits a pose, stands up straight, you know, just, he's got that look about him. Whenever that happens, the music goes, City Hunter. Yeah. So uh, we, we do that, that's why. So. I thought that was like a, anytime he feels like he's done a cool thing. It's a musical sting. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm the City Hunter. Man, we just ruined the fuck out of that joke. I guess I'm not going to do that no more. How are people supposed to know if we don't tell them? Because they'll watch the goddamn movie. No, they won't. They shouldn't. City Hunter! I thought you were going to do a whole sample of them. You're going to cut them all out of the movie and put them together afterwards. City Hunter, City Hunter. It's just fun to say. City Hunter. Um, So he's got all these women who are trying trying to get him, I guess. And they tie him up. Eventually, there's a bit of a gag, but he gets out. Uh, and the girls are like, don't fucking use a gun against women. And he says, oh, all right, I won't. He puts the gun away. And it's kind of like funny, but if you think about it, it's kind of rapey. Because <laughs> it's off screen. He's and all doing, you see is clothes. You see clothes flying like on screen. And you just think, well, Jackie is attacking these women and throwing their clothes off screen. Well, on screen in this case. And you just think, what's the point of that? Is he going to rape them? I think, I I think we missed the uh, point there. Because like, <laughs> he, he ties himself up. Oh, that, sorry, they tie him up, yeah. and he manages to evade them, jumping away, and gets his gun. Yes. Right, but his hands are still tied behind his back. Yes. Then his secretary rocks up, and she's getting pissed at him. Because she wants to bone him, but she doesn't want to And all him. the girls are saying, no, no, we're not here for that. We're here to celebrate your birthday. Why are you with her? She's ugly. So she gets huffy and drives off. Yeah. And then he fucking shoots his ropes clean, so his hands are free. Then he goes, right, you're all going to get it. <laughs> And then goes after him. Then you see, like, clothes and shit flying around, women screaming. Yes, still rapey. We should clarify, actually, that his secretary is Carrie, the daughter of his partner. Yeah, that whole thing is weird. It's all very weird. She's working for him. Again, though, it's from a manga. 
Yeah. I don't know if that's the, the actual plot that happens. But, I would uh, assume it is, because mangas are fucked they up. They just changed it a bit, I'm not sure. Oh, so you mean all the lecherous bullshit is not Wong Jing, it's actually the oh, no, no, material? I mean, it's like the two meeting of great minds, Jackie Chan and Wong Jing. Oh, okay. Jackie Chan, Wong Jing, and whoever made this manga. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. This probably what would be now a light novel of some ske- skeezy dude. Dick fart and boob jokes. Uh, so we know how... My little sister's hot. We know how the, um, the, the Japanese girl got on the boat because she's got the ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Kaori, the secretary, she's pissed off at City Hunter, so she's going on a cruise with her cousin, uh, which is a whole other story. And we'll he's a lecherous prick. That, They're that, all lecherous. The guy who plays the cousin is like usually like, um, yeah, he really, usually plays sleazy bad guy. He's oh. playing so a sleazy bad guy here. No, really. Serious? <laughs> he didn't seem like the kind of character actor that could pull that off. Shit. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. He just seems like comedy relief to me. Yeah, he is comedy relief, but you're not supposed to like him. In a skeezy way. Uh, and uh, why? How, did, how does Jackie get on the boat? Why does he get on the okay, boat Okay, so Jackie knows... I think Jackie is trying to find his... Like, so he's had that fight with uh, his secretary slash uh, ward slash love interest. Yes. Which is fucking gross. And, and then she, he knows she's on the boat. Yeah. Right? And he, he doesn't must, know the chick's on the boat. No, he though. doesn't know the chick's on the boat. That's just, that's just happenstance. That's lucky coincidence for him, mm. right? But he gets on there because of that. Oh, okay. So he's trying to get his secretary back. Yeah. He ends up climbing in a luggage bag. Yeah, because they won't let him in because, surprise, surprise, he doesn't have a ticket. Because it's a rich boat. It's Richie, Rich McRitchie pants. Yeah, I'm not sure if you have to buy a ticket or if you have to be invited. But there's lots of exclusive people there. And this is where they set up. So they set everything up for the rest of the movie. They show you the bad guy, which is Richard Norton, an Australian martial artist. He's a terrorist. He's going on the And boat. he's a dick. What do you mean he's a dick? He's like, oh, pushing, you know, he's being all dicky. At the he's a smarmy. He's yeah, smarmy. Yeah. smarmy. Yeah, he's all white guys in Hong Kong movies are dicks, right? Because yeah. you've got to kill them. And they're all going to die. That's right. Uh, so they introduce Richard Norton, uh, his henchman. Gary Daniels is one of his henchmen. Uh, they introduce Kaori's uh, cousin, who's... I don't know what his name is. As they're all getting on board, as they're all getting their tickets done. They also introduce um, the two other ladies. Oh, yeah, they introduce um, two undercover cops, actually. Uh, One of them is a Wang Jing favorite. She acts a lot with uh, Jet Li. Uh, What's her name? Does anyone know her name? Ching Miao. Ching Miao, yeah, Ching Miao. Did you say Miao? Ching Miao. Miao. And there's another meow. girl with big boobs. We don't need to know what her name yeah, is. Yeah, are her boobs actually that big? I think I she's would Japanese, say no. but I'm not sure. There's quite Japanese. a few Japanese credits, so I couldn't work out who's who. Kumiko Goto? I don't know. No, she's clearly a B cup, all right? Maybe. A B cup? Yeah. If a B cup was stung by a bee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a B cup stung by a Yeah, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> so these two undercover cops who are on there, but they're dressed up like really fancy women. And I wouldn't say fancy. One of them's wearing essentially patent leather red pants. They look like they're going to the Melbourne Cup. They, no, they, <laughs> they look like they're going dancing at a pretty average club. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're undercover cops because one of them no. keeps talking about finding a husband. And I'm like, well, if you're a cop, you're not there to find That's a husband. That's how you be an undercover cop, by not looking like an undercover cop? I guess, but she just, it's not that she's looking like not an undercover cop. She just sounds like an idiot. Yeah, well... <laughs> Her, her ongoing joke is that her boobs are too heavy and she falls down. Yeah. That is as far as characterization goes for her. So let's oh. just forget about her now. It's a Wang Jing film. Are we surprised that women aren't 
you know, given any actual characterization or any... No, but she is particularly one note and unfunny. Very much. She's a two-note person, actually. She's got two big notes. Oh, she wants to find a house. <laughs> oh. oh, snap. No, the only other person with bigger notes is that guy with the fucking vest. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty cool. Uh, he, I'm going to get to him because he's one of my favorite characters. Um, they, they set it up, so they've introduced all these characters, and Jackie manages to get onto the boat. Uh, and there's actually quite a funny... This is another ongoing saga where uh, City Hunter is just starving. He hasn't had any food. And every time he tries to get food, he gets thwarted. And now he's on a boat trying to escape from the authorities. And he's also looking for food. He manages to get all of these different... I don't know, what are they, like crewmen? Yeah. Crew members are chasing after him. And it's a bit of a funny exchange. But the funny bit I want to bring up is when he finds a piece of toast. And he's trying to eat it. And then somehow it slips out of his hand and this big fat guy walks onto, the, st- onto the, the scene and steps on his toast. And just the look of anguish on Jackie's face. like, no! I mentioned this guy is probably like, Jackie Chan's what, five foot something and this guy's probably six foot nine. Yeah. And Jackie just loses his shit and cuts him in the middle and just like punches the fucking in his stomach, cuts him down to size and drops him like a sack of shit. <laughs> That whole scene with the the toast flying around, going here, going there, it's like straight out of Austin Powers or something. Yeah. Like that. And then he just kicks the shit out of this guy for stepping on the bread. The guy's like, what did I do? Just beats the shit out of him. Yeah, that's exactly right. Jackie's actually a bit of a dick in this film. I think he kills quite a few people and he punches a few people. A lot of violence against women as well. Not, not necessarily about Jackie. Actually, I'm sure he hits a woman at some point. No, he drops a few, but he never actually hits them. Oh, okay. Well, I guess he's a cop. Everybody boss. else in this film hits a woman, but Jackie doesn't. <laughs> Uh, so and then they introduce um, another character who's this gambling king uh, called Kotai I think is it Kotai uh, and they kind of introduce him very very coolly he's playing Baccarat or Blackjack I don't know something where you have to work out numbers on a card um, and <laughs> he always ends up with like a card that's kind of like one All above gambling. his opponent which I think if you were going to cheat you'd make it less conspicuous because after a while, the other guy's like, you're always fucking winning. That's not fair. Uh, and just like City Hunter, how we do City Hunter, this guy's got his own little thing too where he blows his fringe oh, and shit. everything goes in slow motion. And there's a little twinkling sound. Yeah, a little twinkling sounds just to make sure that everyone knows that he's this special character. So fucking annoying. He just has a vest which is just covered in musical notes going back to the earlier joke. So who is he? He's got a hell of a bow tie too. Hell of oh a man, that bow tie is gangster. And I mean that in, like, the 1930s way. Explain who he is, Rachel. Uh, he's uh, Leon Lai, who's, like, the, I guess, uh, idol singer du jour. Du jour. Of, at, of, at of that time? time. He's, like, one of the, I mean, even then, one of the big four, probably. One of the four kings? The big yes, is Metallica. he's one of the four heavenly kings. One of the four heavenly kings? Yes, one of them. Just one of them. Jeez, Louise, I didn't realise he was that big. Well, Leon that's Lai. why he's in the movie, because oh. everybody else is ugly. Aaron Kwok, Nicholas yeah. Tut. Oh, th- Nick's a lot later, but oh. it's a- Andy Lau, Jackie Chung. Who cares? This is not his Andy old... Jackie Chung, Aaron Kwok. Leon Lai. Leon Lai. That's four, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> That's enough. So there you go, Leon Lai. Very attractive young man. I thought he was one of the kids from The Three Ninjas. Not the, uh, <laughs> not the American version, the, the actual Chinese version, uh, which we're going to have to watch at some point. No. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. When maybe, we run out of movies. Maybe, maybe. Um, so Leon Lai is... Like a thousand of those? Oh, I've only seen maybe two or three. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't like the way he blows his fringe. It fucking shits me. I don't know. It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of fun. What is it for? 
What does it show what, us? What is anything for? What is this whole movie? <laughs> Style over substance, 100%. Actually, that's yeah, perfect. That. that really is a perfect way to sum this movie up. It's not, you know... Even the style is kind of shit, though. So. <laughs> oh, ow. This, 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 so the thing about this movie is it's not supposed to be the martial arts experience you're expecting. It's people hamming it up, having a good it's time. It's a comedy. No, it's 100% a comedy. It's just, I don't know, like halfway through, I was kind of getting bored. <laughs> We're talking about action. There's some fucking serious action in this film. At the end, yeah. Well, it's let me still just, kind of funny, though. He does me, a breakdancing bit. Let me lay it down for you. Break it down. Oh. Well, maybe not right now because this is actually like the Japanese girl who ran away, uh, I think her name's Kyoko, she overhears the terrorists kind of chatting away and uh, they, they kind of hear her hearing them and they try and catch her and she sets up this like booby trap, which doesn't work. Uh, but she ends up kind of getting the best of the guy that comes to get her anyway. And that's where City Hunter comes. Yeah. She, no, hunting. she runs. She oh, runs she away. Runs away. She, she runs hunter. to the nearest. Um, she hunter. The, she hunter. Oh, we she find, calls him Mister Mate, but I, I assume he's the first mate of, <laughs> yeah. of the ship. I yeah. think you're, under, you're underselling the her trap. It looks across the room of everything that she's set up for this trap, tied tied the rope to the door. Maybe she has the time. I want Scott to describe this Rube Goldberg machine. Well, it's very quickly uh, done in a matter of seconds. It's like a sheet going this way. Uh, attached to the door handle. Attached to the door handle, like a, you're pulling out someone's tooth or something like that. It goes this, it goes that, and it's meant to be like a slingshot. And it goes all slow motion, like ba 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 boom, and it just like limps across the room like a wet noodle. It's fantastic. <laughs> this arrow that's supposed to pierce the heart of the guy who walks through the door. It's great. It does nothing. <laughs> anyway. out for a second. So she escapes... Uh, and runs into the ship's first mate and tells him, oh, i got to speak to the captain, speak to the captain. He's like, why? Why, why? why? Oh, because there's terrorists. Oh, come this way with me. So he leads her down into the bowels of the ship only to discover, discover that he's one of the terrorists too. And Jackie Chan is down there. Yeah, trying, trying to, to eat food. a rat. Trying to eat a rat. <laughs> Live rat. A very attractive, small, so tiny. Not attractive. Attractive is the wrong word. But, you know, like, it definitely looks like a studio rat. You know what I'm saying? It's a white rat. It's a mouse. White rat. It's a pet rat. Yeah, it looks, it looks like a pet. Yeah. Which, ironically, in the end credits, bites him. Yes. Or yeah. pees on him or something. He doesn't like it. <laughs> Jackie doesn't like rats. So, Jackie uh, ends up saving uh, Kyoko from this crazy first mate person. Uh, yeah, crazy. There's money involved. He's just... Well, they really? shoot him from the bottom up. He looks all evil and shit. Yeah, that's true. He's crazy. Like, you got to be crazy. Why would you be a first mate and a terrorist? Money and terrorism? Yeah. Only just as he saves her, then the whole gr- big group of terrorists come along and uh, they end up running off into a theatre. It's very much under siege, actually. Yeah, this bit is kind of... Or, alternatively, Speed 2. Electric or Speed Boogaloo. 2. <laughs> <laughs> or... I think you're giving it too I much think credit. It's called the bus that they couldn't stop. <laughs> you know, I cannot think of that fucking Bruce Willis film for the life. Die Hard, Jesus Christ. What? How could I forget that? It's a little Die Hard too. Ah, but throw. they're all like Die Hard. Under Siege, they're all like Die Hard. And I will add that Die Hard is one of Wong Jing's favourite movies. Can, are I you walk, serious? can I walk back half a step? There is quite a hilarious film where all the bad guys are getting ready to pull off their like, like attack. 
and they're all sort of talking around, and some of the guy accidentally shoots a gun. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they're all like they're all like a bunch of idiots. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. One guy shoots a glass in the middle of a monologue. And in the scene where they're discussing their plan in the hotel room, where she overhears them, there's like maybe twelve guys. Yeah, throughout the like course of this 000. movie, there's like fucking a hundred terrorists that's well, coming yeah, out. Those are the, those it would have the... cost them more than they're going to make getting onto the boat. Scott, the guys in the room are the team leaders. Okay, the plebs don't need to know what's going on. The team leaders feed it through middle management. <laughs> and they... You don't need everybody in the room, man. Come on, those those black guys that were in the cinema, they didn't need to know the, the strategy. They just need to know they need to. And kill literally, them. they are referred to in the movie as blacks. Yeah, this movie, I don't know if it's the subtitles, but uh, I don't know. Thank you, Mr. Wang Jing. For, it was uh, the 90s. It was, was an 90s. earlier time. It was a different time back then. Yeah, it was a rapey, racist time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well. yeah, it makes for good cinema. So anyway, in the theatre, there happens to be a Bruce Lee movie in the background. Yep. And again, this is one of the uh, Asian action cast's number one choices, like number one rules. Don't put a better movie in your movie. It's a game Don't, of death? Yeah, it's game of death. It's Don't of put death. a better movie in your movie. Oh, like, if it's a homage and Jackie's like the new... No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Don't, Don't let me realise that I could be doing something more... You could have useful just with my time. the movie right then and, and go and, and watch, watch the Game of Death one. instead. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I'm going to disagree with you there. Tonight, I would rather have watched City Hunter than Game of Death. <laughs> City Hunter is a far superior film. Mm, all right. <laughs> But see, it actually accentuates. If it was just in the background for for you know for that, because they could do it, then it wouldn't matter. Then I'd be agreeing with you. But but he figures out how to fight the black guys while he's watching him fight. Yeah, exactly. It, it's sort of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I, I do like the part that he wove it into the tapestry of the movie itself, rather than just being on in the background. Yeah, it's exactly. He used it. All right, all right, all right, all right. It was an interesting fighting. Like those two guys are really tall, like really big. That was shot. To be really tall. I know, but even when Jackie was punching them, they were holding him on the head. Like, I think they were probably as big or bigger than the difference between Bruce and Kareem. Probably bigger, I reckon. Yeah. Anytime he swings and they just, like, you can see the difference. I'm sure they've got, like, arm extensions or something like that. They're just holding it. It is fucking hilarious. It's like, yeah, it's pretty funny. fresh air shot all over the place. Well, Jackie, obviously, this is the thing, right? So before he even gets to those two guys, there's a whole bunch of other lackeys. He fights them, shoots them. Jackie murderizes these people with machine guns. He just straight up just kills them. This must be like one of the only films that is actually done where he actually does use guns and machine yeah. guns and stuff. And actually shoots people. Yeah, I can't think of another one where he actually Because he's a shitty hunter. He's a shitty hunter. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking hashtag shitty hunter. <laughs> There's actually a, um, a gag that he does, which I think was quite funny. Is there a scene we missed where uh, Mr. Ponytails and his jocks doing a bunch of exercises? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the introductory scene of, of that Mr. character. Mr. Gary Daniels. Gary Daniels is there. Trying doing to do his best Van Damme impression. Calisthenics. It's calisthenics. Yeah, body weight training, body weight training. Somebody want to describe what Mr. Gary Daniels is doing, Scott? You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting us all turned on is what he's doing. Oh, no, no, he's, yeah. doing, he's doing a bunch he's of... Oiled like, himself up. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally in his jocks in this massive fucking room doing a bunch of stretching exercise, does the splits, then pulls himself back up or... Oh. Gets the film reversed back up or whatever. It's, I actually uh, think he it's pulls quite impressive. Back up. Yeah, yeah, he lifts himself back up from the splits position with his incredible buttocks muscles. It's pretty impressive. So why wasn't this guy a star? He was a star. He was he's a only star? five foot six. Yeah, <laughs> he was a star in Asia because that's, that's the only place a short damn. man like that can get a role. <laughs> he didn't have. I, I think uh, Mike, you lent me the Hong Kong Legends version of this movie, and 
He hadn't done that many, and I think this was kind of like he was in the middle of doing a British film, and his agent called him up and said, "Do you want to do like a film movie with Jackie Chan?" Yeah, and he was like, "Oh shit, I'm doing this movie. Like, it could be like a big thing for me." And then his agent's like, "It's fucking Jackie Chan." <laughs> so of course Gary Daniels is like, "Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take off to China and strip down to my underwear and fucking <laughs> and act a- act like a rapist." Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give it to it. like the thing about Gary Daniels' character in this is that he he is he he doesn't think anything. He, his answer to everything is just to punch him in the face. Yes, it really is awesome. Just He's to, a very like, simple man. He a just, very simple oily man. The guy who fires the gun on his own crew that makes a mistake just knocks him straight out of the chair. Just he just punches everything and everybody. It's great. <laughs> Every problem can be solved with change the channel, punch the TV. <laughs> Uh, there's um oh there's a couple of things I want to go through. I'll, I'll quickly just recap the one of my favorite gags in the film is that Jackie uh, City Hunter loves to show off. Um, so whenever he gets a chance, he shoots things into the air and then just shoots them multiple times. But whenever he does it, he ends up just using all of his bullets, just shooting them in the air. <laughs> um, I want to go back just a, a little bit. It doesn't really matter for the storyline, but Scott, you really enjoyed it when uh, City Hunter was very hungry in the pool scene, and he's. He's going past all the women, and he's looking at uh, the the girl with the big boobs. And every time he looks at a different part of her body, it's, it's a different kind of food. And it's so, it's a pretty bad effect. It just essentially like superimposes it over over a body part. Chicken like a wing. wing is a chicken wing. Like chicken and leg, yeah. I weirdly thought that was going to happen when I saw him because it was like delirious from hunger. It's like, and he is she going to be boobs, food? And it's like oh hamburgers and stuff. It was so dumb, but it was like <laughs> it, it cracked. Me I up. also want to go back one more step before they decide they're going to start killing people. The terrorists, everybody, they're all having fun, and there's like a musical number. Oh yeah, oh yes. Or was it happy? Gala, happy, gala. Gala, happy. Yeah, yeah, that's the shameless. It's like such a long song as it was well. Very long. Can you sing a bar or two of it? Oh God, I, I can give you the song afterwards to cut happy. into this podcast. I don't have to sing it. I can't sing it for This is like radio DJs turned rappers. Is that what they are? Radio DJs turned rappers? Yeah. And they actually sounded like that. Their voices are quite... Yes, their, their, their voices are really like that, especially um, the, I don't know, the bigger one, Eric oh, Cott. Man. He's got like a, I don't know, very high-pitched voice for a guy. Hey. Yep. Hey. <laughs> it was pretty horrible. That's why they're probably the only guys who haven't dubbed but their voices. Like, like some of the main... act, Like two of the main actresses are like background dancers in this bit. It's It's a... It's weird, like it's a weird shameless. like thing that like we got these two guys to be in our movie. Let's just stop the movie for five minutes. You could have cut them out the whole movie, but like a yeah. lot of the things, they're completely superfluous. Yeah, the two girls though, I think that's part of their cover as their backup dancers for those that band. They have a pretty nice room for backup dancers. Pretty nice what? Room, room. Oh yeah. Well, I know they're undercover cops. The vampire cleanup department got a pretty nice car. <laughs> <laughs> So in the background, so the, the terrorists have now taken over the ship and they've collected a list of names of all the millionaires that are on the boat. And uh, Gary, Gary? No, Richard Norton, the big boss guy called McDonald, Big Mac. Uh, he I guess makes me to- think of Toxic Avenger Part 2 every time. <laughs> I think to pass the time, he gambles with people and like, 
it, he doesn't do it for anything other than just to kill him, right? Yeah. yeah. Can we just hold the, the discussion here? He says, my name's Big Mac. Call me McDonald. That's not how nicknames work. <laughs> so you go the shorter route for the nickname, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true, very true. My name's Sam. You can call me Sam Nang. Uh, so he sits on this, this gambling table, and he just has people come up to play cards with him. And gambling is hot, though. Gambling's At that hot. time, gambling movies are hot. Well, I well, guess, but... And to be fair, every Wong Jing movie has gambling, gambling or gambling theme. God of gamblers, whichever. Is oh, the, the latest one, going to Maca- Mr. from Macau or something. Uh, from Chasing Vegas to Macau. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God. Sounds like a heroin movie. Chasing the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, that is about <laughs> that, that one That's is. pretty literal. Yeah. It's it, about drugs. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Uh, I could have just called the movie Heroin. Mr. Heroin Man? Yeah. Yeah. Puff the Magic Dragon. Um, so McDonald is playing uh, Baccarat, I think, and he—if <coughs> he wins, he shoots you, and if you lose, well, you have to play if, again. If you lose, if, he shoots you. If you, well, I guess that means that if, if you, you lose, win, he's you won. play again. Yep. If you win, yeah, then you play again. So he shoots off a whole bunch of people, and uh, it's and about then, to be one of what, the two cop girls. Yeah, with with what I must say is RoboCop's gun. Yes. It's literally the biggest <laughs> fucking handgun you've ever seen. Yeah, I wonder if it's real. It is RoboCop's gun. It's a huge fucking gun. So it meant to be like a Desert Eagle or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's like a modified in, Deagle. In RoboCop, it's, I think it's a modified Desert Eagle to be semi like to be an automatic yeah, or automatic. a three-burst shot. Yeah. But I don't know what it's... It's just a fucking gun in this movie. Like It's a big gun. It's the guns... Like... Okay, so the guns in this movie, they circulate multiple times. Like, the women... Like, the police chicks that are on the, on the boat, they have a briefcase full of guns... And the same guns that the bad guys are using are in that suitcase as well. Because mm. they didn't have the money to spend on double the guns. Like they just had to reuse all the guns. I think. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's but they cool. have the same Robocop gun, is yeah. my point. This gun's got like fins on it. It's got wings and fucking bits and pieces attached to it. It looks pretty cool. Pimp my, <laughs> pimp my gat, yeah. Pimp my anyway, gat. the girls are up next to come uh, do the gambling and win the god of gamblers. Kotai. 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 He's like, let me go first, girls. He fucking blows his fringe out of his face again. <laughs> and he also straightens up his bow tie. Which is a massive bow tie. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. It is huge. Yeah, he's one of the four kings. So, of course, he wins the first game. Then the other. Then we cut scene, come back. 29, 29 games. 29 games in. At which point you'd think, you're fucking cheating. <laughs> There's no way you want to I just want to point out, too, there's a part where he's, he, he's gambling when they first introduce him. And um, the, one of the guys gets pissed off because he thinks he's cheating. Because he probably is. And, and attacks him. And he can fight. But one of the, his little superpowers, he uses cards like knives. And, yeah. Uh, and, like, he just has this ability to, like, you, you know, you can cut anybody. He's like, he's like the bastard child between the Joker and Gambit. <laughs> you ever seen The Glimmer Man with Steven Seagal? He has the same yeah. kind of trick. Also, the, is that a credit card? Yeah, I think you're Have right. Have you ever seen the guy who plays monkeys, like... Like special like telethon that he does because no. he throws cards. Okay, that's one okay. of the things he does. I, I got to see that. But the, the whole scene where he's like, <laughs> watch it on YouTube. He keeps later. winning the games. There's like twenty nine games in a row. That's straight out of Bill and Ted. Like best five out of seven. You're damn right. <laughs> best of seven. Damn right. Uh, I think uh, so. This is it's weird because it's all intercut and behind the scenes. Jackie's actually been caught and he's having a fight with Gary Daniels, um, which is. Probably one of the better fight scenes in the movie where it's just Jackie and Gary going at it. And there's like a whole choreographed fight scene where they're just throwing punches at each other really quickly. 
And uh, I think in the um, the DVD specials, you let me, Mike, the, uh, Gary actually smashes Jackie in the face, um, which is Jackie's fault. He said he said it's his fault, which is why Gary Daniels didn't get fired. Um, and they have this big fight scene where Gary and Jackie are trading blows and they're kicking each other. And I think Jackie actually ends up winning the fight, but that's when um, Richard Norton and a few of his cronies come with in. With guns. With guns. Uh, and they don't immediately kill him straight away. Yeah, they go, all right, we're going to execute you in the morning. Yeah. At <laughs> sunrise. Yeah. And I love it. But there's like, there's like little slapstick bit while he's like him and like Gary Daniels are standing next to each other and he's just taking like quick shots. Punching Gary in the Daniels. face, yeah. Yeah, taking pot shots at Gary. And Gary's like, fucking give me a gun. He's like, no, don't give him a gun. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of little jokes like that. <clears throat> so I don't know what the fuck happens now. I think Kotai actually throws some, some cards at... Uh, that was before that scene. I know, I know. We're jumping back and forth, but I can't like, keep track Essentially, of the once the terrorism starts, right, there's not really much of a plot anymore. Yeah. Wait, I think, I think it, it cuts <laughs> to, while they're out, the rest of the guests... Um, with the policewomen actually escape from the ballroom that they're in and they're going through the ship's halls and they come across one of the other gay characters. Oh, yes. Uh, and that's where this scene ensues. Um, so the, there's a, a bad guy walking by himself down the hallway and they're hiding on either end of the hall and uh, they decide, oh, how are we going to trick him? Oh, we'll send the, the hot policewoman with the big boobs to seduce him. And she gets the and shit kicked oh, out of it. Absolute <laughs> smackdown. It's one of the best scenes in the movie, really. <laughs> it's super violence against women, but in like a Warner Brothers kind no, of way. No, it's just slapstick. Slapstick. But it, she does get her ass beat. And the, uh, the, the awful sleazy cousin happens to be standing behind because he was sneaking behind. And he does this great double take where he's like talking on his phone. He's like, got a shoe ready to phone. attack. Yep, yep. And then it turns around that the bad guy's actually super gay. And grabs, <laughs> grabs um, the cousin and drags him off to a room to have his way with him. And then it shows you, a, it cuts to him being thrown into the room and his arse cheeks have, on his pants have been ripped off and his, oh, and his shirt nipples. around his nipples has been ripped off. And, and the other thing that I, I want to be like, clear on is, was that, that was one of Jackie Chan's like, main stunt dudes. It's like, Kenneth Lowe. I've it's seen a, that guy in a yeah, shit ton of films. Yeah. It's actually Jackie's bodyguard. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's in a lot of Jackie's. He was the main bad guy in uh, Drunken Master 2. All right. Mm. Uh, so he's a, he's a, I think he's Thai. I think he's a Thai kickboxer, uh, which kind of explains why he can close the door with, with splits. With his foot from the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does the whole splits thing in the midair and closes the door. Um, I think it's kind of his way of seducing the cousin, <laughs> uh, which doesn't, doesn't work out too well. So then the, uh, then the other girls are outside the door. And, and they come all, in and save him. They're all um, like about to, to jump down the girl, uh, mash on the door, and yeah. they've got the Japanese girl with them because she's met up with them at some point, but I forget how. And uh, she runs first, smacks into the door, falls down as the uh, typical comedy. Well, the other, yeah, all three of the girls beat the living shit out of this guy yeah. and then they manage to, to escape. And I think there's only a couple of things before the end fight scene, but before we get to that, there is a fantastic scene, which is the reason why I wanted Christian to see it, really. Um, was this a street fighter scene where uh, Jackie and Gary Daniels have a big fight and Jackie gets thrown into like a street fighter machine and then it just turns into street fighter. Yeah. Gary Daniels is Ken. Gary Daniels is perfect Ken. So I'll just um, I'll clear up the story bit. So then they cut back to the, the sunrise on the deck. They're going to shoot Jackie. Then the girls bust in with all the guns they've just rescued from the, 
the um, oh there was the an ship. earlier there was an earlier scene and I think this is kind of important. There's an earlier scene where they send the two DJ like rapper guys <laughs> to send a <laughs> to message. Send the help. And then during this scene, just before this scene ends where they're going to kill Jackie and Jackie escapes with the help of the women, helicopters start coming over. Yeah, Thunderbolt team. Thunderbolt team. Thunderbolt team. Yep, yep. That, that scene where they types one, two, three, four, one, two, and it comes up with the, like, the laser Sesame Street H-E-L-P, yeah. that's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why I thought, we'd bring it, I thought it was important that we mention that right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we better fill in these plot holes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So anyway, Jackie runs off, jumps down the front of the ship while um, getting shot People at. People shooting at him. Yep, and then ends up in the video game parlor. Yes, fighting Gary Daniels. Mr. Gary yeah. Ken Daniels. Ah, uh, Scott, what do you think of this scene? What do you think of Street Fighter? Uh, I dare say for a lot of people, including people in this very room, that's probably the reason why we all watched this originally. Yes. At very the much. time, yes. At the time, probably the greatest homage. Reading and seeing pictures. Yep. No, at the time Hyper I was magazine. watching all Jackie Chan's movies. Actually, to be fair, we were, we were already pretty deep. We were rolling pretty deep in Asian action films at that point, back when we were like 13, 14. OG. But uh, probably at the time, the, one of the cooler or better homages to Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. And, uh, was, I think it's a better homage than the actual Street you know, Fighter movie. When he's, doing the, when he's doing the hurricane kick and the spinning bucket, they are spinning so fucking fast and so many fucking times. Yeah, it's great. Flips. It is flipping and just spinning I love, around. I love the bit where, he, um, where Ken does the Hadouken and uh, like the two, again, the two DJ guys they appear. <laughs> Dalsum and Guile. And, Guile yeah. and they do the sonic boom and the yoga fire. I thought it was really well done. And, and there's like 40,000 fucking yoga fires and Sonic yeah, just, just flying back and forth. up as fuck. It's Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Someone's got that Rainbow edition going on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the, um, the, the actual costumes and the sound effects and everything, like, it was really good. It was really well done and they were all... I don't know if they were licensed. I assume they were because... I doubt it. You doubt it? Well, yeah. I mean, they didn't... Well, since made... when did they ask permission for anything? <laughs> yeah, but... They didn't in Future Cops. And Future Cops, they use like knockoff... Street Fighter character. Yeah, but this one had like actual character. Like, this one was specifically, specifically Chun Li. And spoilers, they were actually in Japan for about seven minutes. Yeah. So you know, that might mean well, that might they actually arrested. went to a meeting. <laughs> they might have gone to a meeting. <laughs> and it, they went for a meeting at Mitsubishi Motors. Well, and yeah. he's yeah. usually pretty good about getting permission to do things. Yeah. Yeah. The Japanese people love him. Like, I mean, we all love him. And at the time, Capcom was giving that license out to everybody. I mean, even White Wolf got a fucking hit up on that, that license at some point. But anyway. So they did a good job. Uh, Jackie played uh, Chun-Li and E. Honda. Yes. And uh, Gary Daniels played Ken. A very good Ren. Pro- Ren. Yeah. Very good I really Ken. liked him as Ken. Probably the best live-action Ken. Oh, the new Street Fighter web series looks like it had a pretty good Ken, too. But uh, I haven't seen that. Um... And you should probably yeah, watch that. I will watch that. We Asian will watch action that, cards. Maybe. I, don't know, I don't know about that. Um, bonus episode. But bonus episode right after uh, Kung Fu Zombies, which will never see the light of day. That's <laughs> <laughs> in the back pocket. So, yeah, so the Street Fighter scene uh, finishes out. And then we get to the, the piece de resistance, which is the final fight scene. So much to talk about. Uh, it is Jackie and Richard Norton, really. Um, it starts off with a bit of... Jackie killing a whole bunch of people with the uh, the one of the undercover cop chicks, uh, Ching Mi. Yeah, doing the whole like we're doing like nineteen fifties dancing. I'm throwing her around. She's shooting from her holsters and her legs. So essentially, what happens is he's, this girl comes out. She's wearing this dress, and um, all these guys are coming out of the woodwork. She's like, "I'll help you," and she rips off the dress. I only have like two Raider shorts. 
<laughs> so and she's got like holsters on the legs. So she yeah. jumps down, and he grabs her. Those Nathan says to the dancing, but instead of t- pulling the guns out of a holster, she Jackie just throws her around his body like. I said line in fifty. I'm surprised dancing. she didn't shoot off her own feet. And then um, she just shoots from the holsters. So, well, yeah, I, I don't think it's very realistic. I don't think you can kill people that way. <laughs> it looks good. Look, I, I, I say what you will about this, but it's good choreography. It's, I liked it. It's it was good. Fun. It's really yeah. It's not it, the first time I've seen that though. I've seen that in something else, but I'm not necessarily sure if I've seen it before or after this movie came out. Probably after. I think this is the first time anyone's ever invented it. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out. Wong Jing. Uh, Wong Jing. No, well, Ori- I, 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 original. Doubt Jing, I doubt Wong Jing had anything to do with that. I reckon Wong Jing was like, I want to see her boobs. That's about it. Go. And, uh, and Jackie from Jackie was put like, Put my girlfriend oh, Ching me in this movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's his input. Um, if I do not have a boner, yeah. I don't want to know. Oh, that's creepy thinking of Wong Jing with a boner on set. Ew. Um, <laughs> So Jackie, Jackie uh, kills a whole bunch of people and then uh, Ching Miao is injured or you know, shot in the shoulder or some shit. And, uh, and then it's just Jackie and, and Richard Norton. Richard Norton looks fucking cool in this movie. He, I mean, he looks fucking cool anyway. He looks dumb, but cool. What do you mean he looks dumb? He's, a cool... he's got a dumb expression on his face a lot of this film. <laughs> he's smug. Yeah, he's... No, but not just smug. He's, he looks stupid. Campy as fuck. But he's the it coolest looks like he's thing about in the movie. It looks Jackie's like he's about boring to as fuck. It's what? Jackie is boring as fuck, Jackie's and then these other guys are actually more interesting than fighting. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's my take on it. I like that the, <laughs> Richard's wearing a tuxedo with his hair all like done up and shit, and I didn't know that he could fight, really. His hair looks like two-minute urnals. <laughs> Thank you. Explain, Scott. Elaborate. What, what are you talking about? Stringy, blonde, oily. Yeah. He's a bad guy. Hey, it's the 90s. Is that his natural hair it's color? Wall, or is that a bunch Wall of Street, baby. No, that's his natural hair color. He is blonde. Oh, okay. And you know what? Before, I saw, actually, I had seen him fight before this film because he'd done a lot of films like Cynthia Rothrock and that, which we'll get to. We'll get to. Um, but after seeing this film, just going on a tangent here, after seeing this film and a whole bunch of Richard Norton films, he was also fought with Sammo Hung in some of the Lucky Stars films. He did a great movie with Jackie called uh, Mister Mr. Nice Guy, I think. Yeah. It's in Sydney. And guess what? Doesn't fucking throw a punch in that movie. It's bullshit. It's bullshit, Richard Norton. You know it. You don't go do a Jackie film and not throw a punch. Fuck you. <laughs> but coming back to City Hunter. How old is Richard Norton once in that movie, though? He's got to be, what? He looks old in this film. Mate, if Jackie could throw a punch, Richard Norton could throw a punch. Jackie's not human. <laughs> I'm sorry, Richard. I didn't mean that. I love you. Um, in this film, Richard Norton throws a lot of punches. He actually... has two sticks, too, and he beats the shit out of Jackie with them. <laughs> oh, there's a great gag here that I want to talk about. Richard Norton's got his big RoboCop gun out, and, uh, and he pulls it out at Jackie, and then Jackie shoots the gun out of his hand, and like I said, City Hunter likes to show off, so he's shooting his gun in, in the middle of the air, he's like, pew, 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 and he's shooting it in the air until it falls back down. He's out of bullets, and now the gun's back in Richard Norton's hands. <laughs> which is actually funny by itself. But then when Richard Norton goes to shoot Jackie, he shot the fucking trigger off the gun. But, but Jackie didn't know he'd done that. No, Jackie, I mean, he, did, he wasn't aiming for the trigger, but no. it just so happened. Which, I mean, if you think about it, if you're going to shoot something with bullets, it's probably going to break it. You'd think so. You'd hope so. So, uh, so, yeah. So Jackie and Richard then have this fight, and it's amazing. It's glorious. There's so many little bits in the fight 
that I when I watched it, I was like, oh my god, how'd they do that? Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was amazing. It goes from, it goes from like this serious martial arts contest to Jackie just like literally moonwalking. Yeah. Uh, break dancing. Break dancing through through the beating. It's... Through the through the pain. Oh, he's mugging his he's mugging so much through this. There's a scene where uh, Richard Norton is beating the shit out of him with his metal sticks, and he's doing these like little like movements where he's just like ooh touching his head and going ow ooh that kind of hurts ooh yeah that really hurts too. I honestly was like, can this fight be over now? It's not funny anymore. Oh. Boring. There's, there was uh, okay, so there's a couple of bits that I want to talk about in the fight, which I thought was amazing. Jackie does an iron cross in it. Uh, he's holding onto two two um, poles. poles, and he's doing an iron cross, which, uh, if you know what that is, is holding himself out. Um, Jackie does now. This is the thing. I don't know if any of you remember this. He was lying on the ground, and he's got the pole, and then he rolls from the ground and does a flip, and he flies kind of through the air. I assume that was done with a wire. Now, I didn't. I reckon they, they did do that with a wire, but when I was a kid, I was just like, how do I do that? With a wire? Well, I mean, <laughs> now I'm like, yeah, if I can do it with a wire. But at the time, I was like, if I train hard enough, I could be like One Punch Man and I could fucking fly. I thought it was kind of like almost like a pole vault. Yeah. Kind of like you pressed off the ground with the pole. This is what I've always no, Not that about. I don't believe it was, wasn't a wire because it was a wire. Let's, but... let's be honest, <laughs> this, is, this film is filled with wires. Yeah. Well, it... even in the outtakes, you see some of the wires. I know this, but this is what I've always said about Jackie films, is that he does it subtly enough that you're kind of like, I wonder if that was a wire. Because you can never actually tell with him whether he's actually done that or he's yeah. actually used a wire. You know? Is it a wire? Because like, Jackie is nothing but subtle. Yeah. yeah. Very subtle. Except for when he's mugging like, and breakdancing. In this film, he was super fucking subtle. Are you saying there was wires in that skateboarding scene? I'm I don't saying think that wasn't even Jackie in that like skateboard scene. Like blue in that I this is this is what I always I know you you guys felt differently, but this is what always separated the Jackie Chan and Jet Lee films to me. Like I know they're different styles, but I I've never liked the wire stuff. Um, this and that's why I always found Jackie Chan. If he did use it, was only very you know you, you you actually questioned whether it was a wire or not. Yeah. But like unlike the Jet Lee ones, where it was just like I, I know it was. No one flies style. through the air. Yeah, full on flying. No shadow and shit. kick. Yeah, I don't, Jackie. That's not really Jackie's style. It's kind of no. yeah, very. But even classic. in Drunken Master, I mean, like he still, he still did some outlandish shit. But most of it was yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. No, I agree, and I mean that's probably why Jackie's more popular than Jet Li. Really? No, you don't the, think so? I was like Go Jet Li would be. I don't know this is about the time that Jet Li started making movies in Hong Kong. Yeah. So I What's feel like actually, China? quick, quick. Um, we mentioned earlier that. Jackie was making another movie called Crime Story at this time, which was actually meant to be starring Jet Li. Oh. And the reason that he did that was a favour to uh, get Jet out of trouble with the triads. Oh. oh. It's a good so. thing he didn't do that film because it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shit movie, but not his choice. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll give props for... for I wouldn't uh, say Jet Li is more popular. I'd just say he's different, but he's pretty popular at the time. He, his star was oh, definitely yeah. right. Yeah, that was when he was just taking off. Yeah. Because yeah. um, High Risk, which is another Wong Jing movie, filmed in 94. It was so after this year, film. Just yeah. after this. So I think he just made... Um, what was body? I'm thinking bodyguard from Beijing. Or bodyguard. I think once upon a time in China comes out pretty soon. Yeah, that would. Yeah, be, that was around the same time. Yeah. So. that was about the same time. Yeah, I think that was is well, 
he made movies in the 80s, obviously, with yeah. when he was young. But What was the Shaolin movie that he made? That was way earlier. That was like yeah, 70s. Legend of Shaolin. It would have been in the 70s, man. Yeah, maybe. He was pretty young. Kung Fu Cult Master was after this as yeah, well. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm thinking specifically here. It was in a movie that where he looks fucking terrible. Like the Shaolin Temple ones. Yeah. That yeah. were like the 80s, yeah. yeah. He probably wasn't even having wet dreams yet. That's how young he was. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where the fuck are we talking about Jet Li? No, no, no. no. Christian was mentioning the pole flip. Like, I want to come back to Jet Li, but yes, pole flip. Uh, he has a big fight with, uh, with Richard Norton. And does anybody have anything else to say about yeah, the I fight? Yeah, I kind of want to. Because this fight has a few different acts. Okay? Yes, it does. So it starts, they do the gun thing. He moves into getting his ass beat by a pole. The woman's the, the, what, like, oh, that, with that like sticks Kali first. sticks, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's Kali sticks. Yeah. Then he moves in and the woman throws him a tonfa. Yeah. And so he he's got it. a tonfa and he throws him the other one. And then, and then Richard Norton's cool enough. He catches it and he flicks it around like it's a devil stick. He throws it to him. And then he's got two. And then he just keeps stopping all the pain. Yeah. Like he's blocking everything. And I really appreciate, like I thought that was kind of fun. Well, Jackie's face that he was yeah. so fucking smug Super about. Super mugging. He was mugging like a <laughs> madman. He's just blocking everything, and then Richard Norton changes tactics. His sticks aren't sticks anymore. They're whips like ivy. Yeah. And he's whipping them around the back, and, ah, oh, it's great. And then, then he gets the poles. It progressively, yeah. Yeah, and then he gets the poles, and then it changes again. Which is funny, because now that Jackie's got a pole, if he still had those Carly sticks, he'd still be on top. Yeah. But no, he turned them into whips, so it was too late. No. <laughs> So anyway, at, at towards, <laughs> I just thought it was important end, to bring up the, um, the, the, the transitions. I, I don't think we mentioned that there were some explosions knocking things around and oh. they set up uh, explosives over the ship and he has a remote control which got knocked away from his hand at the beginning of this fight scene. So they knock each other off the stage and um, Richard Norton realises that the remote control is near him to set off the explosives next to Jackie Chan. So he picks up the remote control only for Jackie Chan to jump over onto a... Dolphin? Yeah, because Richard Norton is sitting on a dolphin. On a dolphin at the uh, one of the. Uh, I will the point out this is not a real dolphin. This is a a fake, plastic dolphin. A big fake plastic yeah, dolphin no, that was hanging on the on ceiling, which is Japanese fallen because it's blown up. Yeah, yeah. So he jumps on the tail, flips Richard Norton into the air. He drops the remote control as he falls, stands up, and then accidentally steps back on the remote control itself, setting off the explosion, killing himself, killing himself. Again, that fight is a Rube Goldberg machine in and of itself. Yes. <laughs> I yep. thought that was a cop-out. I thought he shouldn't have died by explosion. He should have been impaled by a dolphin or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it should have yeah. fallen. Something else should have fallen on him, yeah. But Jackie's killed enough people. He should have just killed him. The whole scene where it's like 40 million TVs exploding in the background, that's just so 90s. It's like... <laughs> yeah, and they're all those old CRT. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. So if TVs exploded today, they wouldn't kill you. No, I don't think so. Because they're not filled with gas. <laughs> and then the part, and then it basically just goes on to taking the girl back to her rich Japanese father, etc. Who, who tries, tries to, set to like set him up, and he's like, "No, no, I love my secretary." Actually, he says, "I don't want to settle down because I'm a gay man." He's a wanderer. Yeah, he's a He'll wanderer. Forever yep. be a bachelor. Come on, pretty like, much. Isn't, isn't that in the nineties? Isn't that a euphemism for being a gay dude? Really. I assume so. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know, Nathan. I'm not sure where this road goes. <laughs> <laughs> Slippery slope it is. Um, the funny thing about that is he, he, he's secre- the secretary comes and says, oh, you, you, your friend has just run away. He goes, oh, don't worry about it. And he goes, look, I'm sorry, I can't be with your daughter. And that's it. He goes to walk out. And he goes to run off, runs back to the secretary and he goes, 
Which way did my friend go? She just went that way. Thank you. Goes to run off again, then runs back to her and says, Hi, what's your name? Just, <laughs> and chats her up, then runs out again. So, like, no matter what happens, he's always going to be... The ladies' man. The ladies' man. He's pretty amazing. And then even, even when he catches up with Carrie and tries to, like, get her back on side, then it's fucking Ching Miao shows up again. And he's like, yeah, psycho. Oh. Was uh, in a Mitsubishi concept car, which I'm sure Mitsubishi paid for 90% of this movie just to get that shot in, eh? <laughs> they paid for the Capcom license. <laughs> Probably. And this, is, this is a weird part of this film, because this is the only part I think is filmed on location in Japan. Like this one... Yeah, like, oh, are they supposed to be in Japan? It was in Japan. Shit, yeah. This one yeah. little bit. It doesn't look like Hong Kong at all. Oh, dude. And I'll just add, um, li- linking in everything as well with the Mitsubishi, um, when Jackie Chan's dressed up as E-Honda... It's actually not E Honda in the movie. It's E Hondi because Mitsubishi objected to having the name Honda in the movie because that's their car rival in Japan, yeah. so they changed it to E Hondi specifically for that. That's just a little tidbit. How much do you think, like Jackie Chan, is into Mitsubishi? Like how much? He's there. He did. He yeah. He had like a a whole um, spokesman kind of role. That's what I mean. Back, like back how much do you day. think they like can go? Nah, nah, Jackie Chan. No, they can't do that, but he would do that on their behalf because he yeah. is super loyal. Because they paid, like, they, I think it, it, did it all start with when he was doing Cannibal Run and then they were doing, like, the Mitsubishi car that he was driving there? All of his cars have been Mitsubishi. Yeah, I mean, are. he did the, the whole driving movie where he was driving Mitsubishi car and he, had, I don't know, he had a big sponsorship with him at the time and they used yeah. to pay a lot. I think it just movies. goes, I think it's varies of film to film. Like, if Mitsubishi are a big part of this film, they could say something like that. Because they can threaten to pull funding. I, I think it just goes on who, whoever's funding the film at the time. If they're a big sponsor of it, like you, in a lot of movies now, you see things like Under Armour and Oakley, mm. like a lot of American films. So, whatever, the, like if it's a tactical group wearing Under Armour, they'll say, and you won't have them wearing Bonds, just for example, as a rival, because if they do, it's like, no, 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 we're sponsoring this. You want, we want you to wear these. Yeah. You, you know, think about this, this movie person. and you think about all the gags they cram into it. And, and you think about food. how petty as a corporation you have to be to be like, this throwaway gag in a video game, no, change that Honda, E-Honda. change it to Honda. Yep. yep. It's, it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Exactly. I'd love to be in that boardroom meeting. <laughs> you think Wang Jing gives a fuck? Yeah, Wang Jing doesn't give a shit. Wang Jing probably wasn't even involved in that conversation. He said, how much money are you paying me? Yep. <laughs> All right, I'm good. I'll, I'm best, good. I'll do I'm good best defense too. <laughs> done. Uh, and I think that's the end of the film, isn't it? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. He gets hit with a hammer by, the, by his secretary slash love interest slash ward. And falls back into his dream sequence with girls. Oh, in, yes. the, in the pool. Again, the end. The end. City Hunter. You are underselling the hammer. It is a giant fucking mallet. Yes, no, it's giant a hammer. comedic comedy. All in all, um, this film is really, really good because it, it may not come across from what we've said, but a lot of the girls get to shine in this film. They show off some of their acting, comedic talents, their timing. <laughs> It's no. Think about that. It, 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 nobody can just walk on stage and just be funny. Like, like these girls have their expression, the way they are. It's it's really good to see. Like normally in these films, it's just like, and Samacho guy like, oh, I'm here on TV, and they're like, oh, I'm just a bit of fluff. But in this, they actually get to to do stuff. It may not be the um, like Laura Croft Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie film, or Scarlett Johansson, but they still manage to shine in this film because of what they do and how they've done it. Like, and I don't think a lot of people here appreciate that. A lot of this in film, this room, in this we don't room, appreciate it. It, it, it. The whole thing about this film is it's not; it's different. It's funny. It's different, and you've really got to scratch the surface to see how hard these people worked. I kind of agree. Like, um, 
It's it's a lot of goofy slapstick. It's a lot of like ladies getting knocked over and throwing weird faces and stuff. It's kind of funny, and you know they get to shine a little bit. I don't think they're you know there's more lady characters than dudes. I think that get more screen time, and most of the dudes are like the creepy uncle and all that stuff. Well, it's it has true. like a paper thin plot that is just a series of events to make dick and fart jokes go off. There are no through. fart jokes. There aren't fart jokes, but you know what I mean. The it, it is just a. I was an missing excuse. the fart jokes, all right? <laughs> it was an excuse. They were replaced by boob jokes. They were. Yeah, they were replaced, by, they were replaced yeah. by hamburger boob jokes. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. In, in this it's film, just like. a setup for different different um, jokes as he's going. And, and, but I will add that in, in most films, especially Wong Jing films, they don't really have a script. He kind of makes it up as they go along, string it together into a plot at the end when they're editing. So I don't think. I mean. Randomly, they get on a ship with an international robbery just about to happen. You know, chasing after the girl. Yeah, you the think only the undercover cops part. knew that there were terrorists yeah. on there. They would stop that ship from happening. Exactly. Happened. Yeah. Synchronicity, though, as well. Like he's only on that ship because the Japanese, the secretary's lady's on there. No, yeah, he was on the for the. He was secretary, on for the, yeah. like the whole thing. And the Japanese girl just happens, happens to, to be, be on, on there, there at the same time. So a couple of things from, from my perspective here, and um, seeing this is the first time I've seen it, and this is like the second or third Wong Jing movie I can, <laughs> I've seen in like six months or something like that. There's a lot of there's a lot of time during this podcast. You've probably heard people say, "What happened next?" I can't really because there's a lot of shit happening. There's a lot of stuff being crammed into it, and I appreciate some of the jokes that we probably skipped over. Um, some of the more slapsticky stuff I think was really funny. Uh, there's a scene towards the end, about maybe ten minutes towards the end. He's on the boat. All the uh, cops are out there and they're cleaning up the mess and there's dead terrorists everywhere. And he sort of says, "Oh, I'm so hungry," and he kind of falls on his back. And they kind of zoom out. I was like, "Oh, that's the end of the movie." And it went another ten minutes. I was like, "They could end yeah, there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they shot that shit in Japan. Yeah, I know, but I thought that was when the movie was going to end. I was like, oh, that's just... Yeah, no, that, that was a good point. That, that could have been an end point, easily. Yep. Yeah, they didn't need the extra bit. Yeah, there's a lot of different fight scenes and bits and pieces that we kind of glossed over, but uh, it was yeah, We can fun. never give Wong Jing his full show, shot during these podcasts because a lot of it isn't plot-related. Oh, I'm sorry, and one more thing. Uh, the, we touched on the Mitsubishi stuff, like, there's a lot of Mitsubishi cars, and it's like, she's... She was driving that car at the start of the movie. Mm. It's a pretty fucking fancy looking car. Yeah, he uses the. He, in some of these movies, he uses like concept cars, ones that never actually made it to the road properly. They're just ones that they show off at like um, car shows and that kind of thing. So that yeah, that's just part of his whole sponsorship deal. A surprise is something uh, I think some of you said during the podcast, which is that the action was there, wasn't that great, and this is more of a comedy. I think this would be on par with any of the. I mean, like. Maybe not as good as uh, Wheels on Meals, but I'd say it's up there. It's probably really? it's good, but yeah. it's not tied to a plot. Therefore, I go, what is hell is happening? Correct. I'm yes. getting bored. Yeah. I, like okay, so there's maybe I, like the fight with um, Gary Daniels is okay, and the fight with Richard Norton is okay, but it's ridiculously sped up. There's not. I didn't. It's it's played funny, but it's not. It, it is. It's played for laughs. It's not a serious fight. There's, I'm not. I'm not ever drawn into the action itself. I'm just waiting for him to do another slapsticky thing. Yeah, it's mm. not not one that you think. Oh, I'm worried about him for his safety or anything because it's just more of a spectacle of. Yeah, he's hitting him with what are a, what are definitely rubber oh, okay. sticks. So and, you, I mean, he was he was getting the shit hit out of him for a good couple of minutes when he had no weapons before he even got the ton of his. Yeah. If if that was real. <laughs> In a real fight, he's getting smacked by sticks. He's going to fall down. So is it like the, the lack of um, 
There's no, there's, it's not it's visceral not really, in any way. Yeah. It's not intended to be real. It doesn't real, feel kinetic. It, it feels more feel, like a choreography than it, an it, feel, it feels like It feels like CG bouncing off each... Like, it feels yeah. the same way as I feel like a Marvel film feels. Like, if, the thing's just bouncing. I guess it's all about that tension thing. It's like, you look at something like Police Story, which is probably one of the best action films ever, and the fight scenes in there feel visceral, there's stakes... He gets injured. I reckon the choreography and the actual fighting in that it's the same as what they did in City Hunter, but because of the way that they shot it and the way that it's integrated. Well, into no, the plot, because it's not the same because of that one main thing. When someone gets hit, they fall down. In, in Police Story, even Jackie Chan, he only takes a few hits and then he's on the ground. It Ooh. feels like violence. Like when he falls down the thing, he's just like, oh, he's like holding his hands and he's yeah. like, his face is all fucked up. Like in this, it's like he's he's a rubber man. And you can blame the source material for that, basically, anyway. Probably, so, yeah. 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 Although I've, like not, I've not read the manga. So. manga mm. I mean, it's going to be silly as hell. So this, this the adaptation. Korean one's serious, though? I think it's serious. So, so I've, I've oh. never read the manga, so maybe the manga's serious, and this is just more no, 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 fucking around. No, I think the manga's very silly, and this is even sillier, apparently. Oh. And the manga's Japanese. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is a Japanese thing as well. I think if we're rating this just on, like, action, in terms of all the movies that we have seen... This would be up in at least the top 50th percentile. <laughs> it's, it's better than half? It's better than half. I would say, yeah, that's fair. I know yeah, some I, people are down on that last fight scene, but I really like that last no, fight I, I love the I, as Overall, as, as a, uh, you know, the, as a, it was an enjoyable thing, but um, I, I don't rate it in my heights of uh, Jackie Chan movies as Sam does, but oh, it's, it's, it's certainly a very enjoyable film, and I would, I, I mean, I've watched it, several times obviously over the years as well so it's not something I watch and forget about so I have repeatedly watched it so it is an enjoyment on that level that I can watch it several times and it's still I mean it's not obviously not as funny as the first time I saw it but <laughs> but um, it, it's not one that hangs on you too much that you go oh, I'm, I'm never going to watch that again kind of thing it is something that you, you like can rewatch and have chocolate. a bit of a laugh it's not, it's not chocolate yeah you, um, you watch it again and have a bit of a laugh, and, and that's what you want from some of these kinds of movies. It's not Magnificent Butcher. Oh, you heard it here, folks. No. Mike's favourite Jackie Chan film, City Hunter. <laughs> City so, Hunter. No. This, this film reminds me of... This is the best Mel Brooks Asian action film I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. The best way to describe this is a Mel Brooks film, the Asian version of Mel Brooks doing a film. Yeah. fucking fire. Everybody's fucking... I'm out of here. Can, can I just go around the room when you mention that? Uh, let's, what is your favourite Jackie Chan Movie. My favourite Jackie Chan movie? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a tough question. Pro- at the moment, probably thinking Wheels on Meals. Right now. It's probably Drunken Master 2. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I-, I actually would go Wheels on Meals myself as well. Rumble in the Bronx. What? Sorry, that just came out. <laughs> <laughs> Rumble in the Bronx because... Um, of that Lamborghini or Ferrari scene where he rips the doors of it's pretty great. <laughs> that is pretty or, sweet. Or is it because of that hovercraft scene? That's also pretty good. Like, you know what? Rumble or, the Bronx is an entertaining movie. Yeah, that's it what is. I'm saying. It's fun times. Oh, I do great. enjoy that fight scene when he's um, with all the... Um, in the the rundown sort of... Um, when he's in Vancouver that's supposed to be New York? Yes. Yes. <laughs> where, where, you know, Toronto? it's a gang's head, the gang's headquarters and he's, you know, dodging in and out of the pinball machines in the fridge and, and jumps through the trolley and, and all that stuff. That's, that's entertaining. You know, you know it's in Canada somewhere because no one gets shot. <laughs> it looks too clean for the Bronx. Probably, probably Drunken Master anyway. 
Dragon Master one, one or two? two? One or two. One? All right. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. Respect. Respect. Young Master. Yeah, that's Young a Master's good movie. a very good that's film. That's a fucking great movie. That is a good movie. Although I think I actually... That's, it, that's the one with Ewan Bale in it, right? Uh, yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, I think he yes. actually sort of steals that movie a little bit. Well, who, Ewan? Yeah. Yeah, well, he plays a character. Jackie just plays Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Ewan usually plays a character. So in this film, does anybody... I mean, I've already said that I, my favourite move in this film is to try and fly through the air with a pole. Does anybody not, have... not with a dolphin? Oh, shit, wait, no, I want to throw cards, motherfucker. <laughs> I want to throw cards. Throw some magic people. cards. Shit, yeah, I want to be one of the four kings. <laughs> can you sing and can you act then? I don't know, would I? Um, I don't know. I don't know, can they act? I like that move that Jackie does where he just sort of steals people's guns. He steals a lot of people's guns in this movie. Yeah. Like, it'd be nice to be able to walk into a room and like some policeman's like, Oi! That's the Australian version, Oi! Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're, 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 no matter where he is, he, he kicks a gun up and he just catches it perfectly. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I, I do love when he does that, and I love watching the outtakes for how many shots it takes him to get that. that or shot or, that or where he de- when he does it that one time, and the gun's facing like towards him. Like, bang bang! <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he didn't realize until like a couple of seconds into that yeah. too. He was like, "Oh shit, this is facing the wrong way." Mikey, any move? Um. No. Do you not want to fly through the air with exploding rooms behind you? Well, you know, uh, I'd love to like just transform myself into video game characters and, and randomly <laughs> do spinning bird kicks into people. Why not? All right, Chris. <laughs> the Gary Daniels punch. Just quick draw, fucking. No matter what happens, every time someone just crosses me wrong, just straight in the face. <laughs> you just want to be able to punch it's, people around. It's either that or the ferocity of the gay dude. Oh, okay. just kicking the absolute shit out of somebody. Just yeah, he does beat the crap out of that lady. The fucking funny as shit. Yeah, so I'd have to say one of those. All right, all right, Rachel. And I thought Ken Lowe was wasted. I want to see more kicking. More kicking. And less gay. Oh, more kicking and less gay. Ken Lowe, Wingfoot. He usually does that. You guys are really underselling the splits. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, actually thought, I, I honestly thought about saying Gary Daniels coming up from them splits. Coming up Did from you them get a ruler well, out and measure? Do, his... do you reckon they were having a competition? Because he does that move and, and obviously... Um, uh, the, uh, yes, I got a ruler out in marriage. Yeah, the other splits yeah. to to close the door with. Um, oh, uh, with Ken Lowe. Ken Lowe. I do you know what? I don't think I've ever seen anyone else do what Gary Daniels did in this film, which stand up from the splits. Yeah, that that's fucking impressive, man. Because that takes the a lot was of. Sliding underneath him, though. The only, the only yeah. oh, actually, the, the only... <laughs> still pretty impressive. It was very. I'm, I'm going to have to say though, it was very Van Dammy, and like this being made <laughs> in like, like 1992, that. I was like, wow. He really just wants to be Van Damme. No, I bet Van Damme couldn't do that. Van yeah. Damme, that's a challenge to you, motherfucker. <laughs> do it. I, I honestly think the only other people that could do that would be strippers. Mm. Yeah, pole dancers. They're probably Maybe. some of them. Oh, hang on. Van Damme did the splits on those two trucks. <laughs> During that ad, yeah. That's right. Oh, shit, Van Damme, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, that was his move for like... Five years was, I can do the splits. I can do the splits? <laughs> I'm an ex-gymnast. He, mu- he must have come up at some point. Like, you know, he must have pulled himself up at some point like that. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Like that, I, that's why Oh, wait. Fucking blood sport. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Van Damme. That's what I was saying. That's why I've been saying that the whole movie. Oh, Time Cop. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Random Van Damme movies. Oh, my God. 
has the splits. And he's oiled uh, up. Oh, shit. <laughs> For every Van Damme movie. Uh, I, I, I think we better wrap this up before we get into the Van Damme movie shit. Um, Does, uh, has, did Van Damme ever make Nathan, a... What? Did he make a? Did he make a Hong Kong film? Did he, ever, no. did he ever make a Hong Kong film? Oh, wasn't that Double Impact a Hong Kong-ish movie? Like no, a, that, that was directed by Hong Kong. In the AAC is that what was I'm asking. directed by a Hong Kong director. Uh, that's kind of close. Kickboxer: The Revenge. That, we could just do Hard Target then, because John Woo. Hard Target, yeah, John Woo, motherfucker. That's not really Kickboxer: The Revenge. It stars a French. Um, I can't remember who the martial artist is, but it's basically he's in and that as this as the teacher. But oh yes, I'm it's got face. it's directed by um, I can't, but it's got <laughs> it's this. I can't remember who the director is, a famous Asian director, but the one scene that fucking makes me laugh my ass off is the, the love interest is, is this policewoman, right? Straight-laced, sensible-dressed, right? So there's a love scene. She takes the top off, and she has the biggest set of boobs on an Asian woman I've ever seen in my life. Like, literally, these so things... not that, Cynthia Rothrock. No, it's not Cynthia Rothrock. Okay, this, this is an like, Asian woman with big boobs. And in, neither of those are Cynthia Rothrock. That is true. <laughs> But but you mentioned but you mentioned like you know, and, and like a woman in one of these movies, and that's where my mind goes. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Like they were literally like, oh, fucking. This I, I think we, we should probably wrap it up there. I'm gonna go get that movie now. Yeah, let's go get that movie. Out. <laughs> coming up, should be able to look up who the director is right now. I just can't. Um, All right, next episode coming to you. It's uh, Kickboxer, big boobs. <laughs> yeah, just looking at that search term. Uh, kickboxer, big it. boobs. Oh, hang on, wait, wait. <laughs> kickboxer, big boobs. I have a horrible feeling you're going to find some, like, pictures of, of women with big boobs getting hit by kickboxes. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, we need to end that there. <laughs> Jenny McCarthy. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, see for tuning in. Thank you, guests, for coming and doing another episode of the Asian Action Cast. And we will see you again in two weeks. Ciao.